Aloha, and welcome to the podcast, Throwing Up Rainbows, Good Girl, Dirty Secrets. I'm Zizo Colante, and this is the very first episode on an epic adventure into the secret world of eating disorders. You may be wondering how I chose the name Throwing Up Rainbows. For years, I paid penance to a porcelain god, my face in a toilet, watching colors spill from my throat, hating myself all the while. Every time I failed with food and ended up restricting and then binging and purging, I felt worthless and hopeless. I felt as though all my potential was being flushed down the drain, along with my joy, my sanity, my relationships, and my sense of self. I was nothing more than a failure. I was throwing up all my life's potential. Every day, I was throwing up rainbows. By now, you know I've had an eating disorder. For 11 and a half years, I jumped back and forth between a blend of anorexia and bulimia. It was my deepest, darkest, dirtiest secret that I protected at the cost of pushing everyone away so I could be a perfect island, isolated and lonely. My eating disorder was my closest friend, but she was also cruel and abusive, and I was never good enough to please her. All I ever wanted was to be free and happy, and she robbed me of both. Secrets grow stronger in silence. So on this series of podcasts, I'm gonna tell you stories to bring the dark into the light. I'm gonna share the real, raw truth of my secret life with an eating disorder, from its dirty little start to its finale and beyond. This is my life, open to you. If you're going through an eating disorder, know that you're not alone. If you're a parent, friend, or loved one, this will give you insight into our dark little world and why we can't just snap out of it, eat a plate of food, and magically get better. So to everyone listening, I invite you to get lost in story. You are welcome here with my dirty little secrets. You're welcome here exactly as you are and all your brilliant, beautiful fucked upness as you shine and as you crawl towards the light. Today, I'm going to share with you a personal story called The Word Skinny. The word skinny. I know my mind is sick because the words tell me so. They spell my disorder in the seclusion of the bathroom where I rub cold water against my face to feel clean again. The girl in the mirror stares through me. I don't meet her eyes. I hate that she sees past my smile. She recites the words in the bowl of sadness before it swirls down the drain. Half a gallon of ice cream. Chocolate cake frosted with pink speckled clouds. Raw brownie batter. Water. Potato chips. Three glazed donuts. Pasta shells, the middle's hardest stone, drowning in linguine. Brown rice with mustard and ketchup and olive oil. Five pieces of bread with jam and honey. Two handfuls of red grapes. An empty heart. A pretty face. The words recycle on my command, over my tongue, past my teeth, 
exploding in a whisper. The soft plunk of a rainbow into water, the familiar sound comfort makes. Cradling the porcelain, my hair falls down in little streaks of sunshine, the straw tips of paintbrushes having come undone. Last, the grapes bleed from my throat like wine and watery corpses, the color of rose petals. The grapes, the first that went in my stomach, mark the beginning. I've rewound time. It's all out now. I can stop. Elation fills me and quickly subsides. I pick my head up in shame and cradle it in hands of self-hatred. In a moment of lucidity, I attach to myself again and for an instant, I get a glimpse. I see the reality that I could be so much more, that I'm wasting my life and I don't know how to stop. What I could have been now, at age 24, <laughs> I could have been beautiful. Today will not be the day I die. This makes me only slightly happy. If the grapes had a voice, they would say, you can stop now, you're in control again, relax your mind. Downstairs, the last pint of ice cream melts. Clear glass bowls cover the countertops, clumps of color clinging to their insides. A twisty tie, a half-empty bag of bread, an uncovered container of jam, and the remnants of jars I must finish whole or waste. Everything salvageable gets put back in its place. Every dish is washed clean. The strange putting back of time. Everything else deserves a new plastic bag. The one I hold as I creep down the block to the perfect trash can where my partner would never think to look. I must do all this between the two hands on the clock. I must do all this in the whisper of the explosion. I must do all this in the silence between my partner and me. I must do all this because in less than 15 minutes, he'll plagiarize my counterfeit smile and wander through our kitchen, inspect our dish rack, and count the dishes. When he walks through the door, the word skinny lingers. Its frequency is specific. He's unaware how full the room is, the weight and space words carry. I cannot unlearn this language of words. They whisper, they scream, they're a constant. They pound beneath my skin in frantic melody, reaching for my heart, arching gnarled fingers, plucking across my ribs like symphony strings. Peace has become a word I only recognize when sounding out the letters. My smile is a brilliant blue star. I am the pathetic failure, collapsing with the guilt of being found out. He's holding a flat cardboard box. He sets it on the table. Beneath the cellophane is a huge chocolate chip cookie. The red letter icing spells out happy anniversary peanut. He makes me promise that it'll last at least a week. He tries to trust me and treat me like a normal person. When he goes to sleep, I sneak downstairs. I eat other things so I don't break my promise about the cookie. A halo from the kitchen light reflects off the cellophane. I can trust myself with one bite, then one more. The words follow me up the stairs. The one who loves me is asleep in our bed. His eyelashes flicker, gold at the tips. My feet trace the carpet. I am a shadow. I am the wind. The sheets are cold under my palm. He shifts his arms around a pillow at his chest. My heart spikes. I am a deer. I am 
nothing. I back away from the bed, across the carpet, through the open door, down the hallway to the bathroom. I shut myself in with the lights off. There's a sliver of white light at the bottom of the door. I twist the shower on hot and fold under the watery flames. Darkness surrounds me, but I cannot escape the words. You do not deserve him. You are weak. You are worthless. You lie. You always lie. I put my fingers in my ears and press until it hurts, until there's silence. When I take my hands away from my face, hot raindrops slide down my skin. There's a blessed pause, an interlude where the alternate reality of my life plays before me. I am with the one who loves me. We are laughing. My smile is honest. Happiness overwhelms me, making it hard to breathe. And then, skinny. When I turn off the water, steam presses into my lungs. I leave a trail of wet footprints on the floor. Eyes closed, my finger slides along the mirror. I pretend I'm spelling the words in blood on a scroll that will bind me for all time. I flick on the light, my pupils retract. The letters are bleeding at the edges, but the message is clear. I need help. I place the end of my finger between my teeth, reviewing my work of art. I add one single dot, touching my finger to the mirror after the words. The period makes all the difference. It's now a decision, complete at the end. I cannot do this on my own. I need help. It must have been hard for him to watch me kill myself. I try not to think about it. I try to sleep, but sleep is a tease. My first thought, fuck. A flood of despair. Because when I wake up, I know who I am. I'm Zizo Colante, and this is Throwing Up Rainbows. Stay tuned for episode two, coming soon.